Osiris. Hi, listeners. I want to tell you about a cause that I'm involved with at Heritage Radio Network. HRN is celebrating its 15th year, and to celebrate, we're deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Hey everyone, it's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast, and we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about. We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast. Welcome, everyone, to Always Almost There, evening after show, the last the evening ultimate. after show. Yeah, the ultimate, the, the penultimate version of this show, with by far yeah. the best hosts on this show. That's it's been right. a long, long tour. We have had 18 days. We have had... Uh, 13, right? 12, right? 12? 12 or was 12 the festival shows. a 13th? Maybe I was wrong, but either way, a lot. It's a lot of shows packed into a very small amount of time. Both Ryan and and Happy are dead. Garrett is dead. They just they fell flat on their faces. So you know, it's just me and you tonight. We couldn't get anybody else here. It's yeah, a shame. we got some family responsibilities elsewhere. So we're happy to have uh, kept it strong with at least two people. You know. Yeah. So, hey, and yeah. we got to do justice this tour. I mean, they played in a boat. They played in a hotel conference room that was labeled as a beach festival, which is possibly <laughs> the most incredible thing ever. Like, I mean, I didn't even was it really beach? Fest? I think it was Rolling Stone Beach Festival. Oh, I'm not mistaken, and that most certainly was a hotel conference room. So, I mean, we we got the, the gamut of experiences on this tour. Hopefully, yeah. soon we'll have a podcast where we actually go over the experience. Nazi barracks too. That was another one that Garrett like random in the Berlin really? version. Yeah, the Berlin show, Garrett said he gave us a little history that found out was like a Nazi uh, right. co- like conference space that they used to use as sort of like a meeting space. So just so much history in this whole tour. Yeah, yeah, uh, I agree. And no more podcasts. It's time. It's time <laughs> to lay it all to rest. Uh, <laughs> it's been a long, long tour. Um, well, here we go. Uh Let's just dive right into this, let's shall we? we? Yeah. Let's burn through this first set here. First two, uh, two show run here. Yeah. Nice. Two show run. And so we get Dr. Darkness, Yeti, Mr. Action. You get a, a three-pack of openers right there to start the show. How do you, how do you feel about these? Um, I mean, I think uh, 
Yeah, a lot of people, the, all of those three songs I thought were in uh, contention for tonight. It was a situation, of course, where it was like, there were so many songs for them to play. You know, we had a good list of 20, 25 songs that all realistically could have been played. And so I, I liked it. I personally, I think it's sort of like just my nitpicking again in terms of like where my brain works is like I almost would go like action darkness yeti and sort of bring the energy through or something um i'm okay with the darkness opener don't get me wrong but we're about to go hard darkness opener. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. and 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 all jokes aside um i think both darkness and mr action fit the london vibe and yeti straight to the point again we saw it earlier this tour um no jam and, and unfortunately no restrictions due to time so i think that it is one that hopefully maybe it you know, we might not get it at Goosemas. We could, it's obviously a Christmas theme song, but it wasn't played last year. So yeah, solid, kind of got it going. I think everyone was just excited sort of last show. And um, so yeah, no real complaints, very solid, well-played. I think from, uh, word from the room too, was that Mr. Action hit for a lot of people, something sort of everyone on tour kind of at each other's throats in a good way. Like you've been seeing your friends for three weeks and like, you know, you're just like, all right, enough. And Mr. Actions, uh, Christine said, my girl was like, just every, a lot of people that were on these various whole tours, longer legs. She said it was th that song sort of ignited the room. So that was good to hear. Yeah. What I mean, about you? That's got to feel pretty emotional, actually. I didn't really think about that angle. Yeah. I, I had a feeling they were going to play it as a nod to the crew. Yep. It certainly it felt like a certainty, and yep. no, I, I see your point now. Though, like you, you survived that long, yeah. going on Europe tour. I mean, it's got to be exhausting. Like I can't even huh. do like a four night run. Uh, three night run is like my max. So good on the folks kudos. who did that. Yeah, kudos. yeah. Kudos. I, I mean, not much else to say. You get your darkness. You get a yeti. No jam, but that's okay because there's not yeah. much time in the set, as yep. we learned. Yeah, uh, on the back half of this first set. You get uh, from David. Chattanooga's own David Gray. Please yeah. forgive me. We saw it return uh, from last night's set. Davided. Yeah. We got Davided. And then you get a hunger site and a Seekers set one closer. I mean, that's the fiery set clo one closer you want. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> um, You're we're yeah. closing out your tour. <laughs> well, we uh, we definitely have commented on it. Please forgive me. They like it and sort of the set uh sorry tour closing shows we saw it in philly we saw it over the red rocks run you know obviously not the last night in fort collins but um we uh we've seen it in other you know, SPAC, obviously um so i think it maybe not the unique spot but once again we didn't have a lot of time so it was sort of like we want to get a cover in there there was another one on the list that that got chopped but um i like it i always like please forgive me and then Hunger Sight was great. Clear highlight of the set. Yeah. Um, kind of stayed in a similar space for about five, six minutes and kind of had a nice little uh, extra energy on the on the peak and finish, I thought. Um, it, that sort of, it, it, it sort of turned it up another level. Um, kind of was like, are we going to get any anywhere in particular with this version or kind of just shut it down after 15 minutes, 13, 15 minutes and maybe got a little extra mustard on the end. Um, and then, yeah, we, we say seekers, you know, let's put it at the end or near the end of the first set. And they gave them what they want. Surprised it came back so soon, but hey. Yeah. I just want to talk about this hunger site because it's 
better than the- your average hunger site. This is a really, yeah. really good one. Yeah. Um, you know, not an all timer, but there's an excellent section here. And if Ryan was here, he could explain exactly what effects were being used. Oh, Peter. It's yeah. The, the right. not your typical clav sounds. You get a yeah. few minutes of that. I mean, and it is grimy and weird and like spooky, yet somehow keeps the driving hunger site going. And yeah, man, this one was killer. And I think after all of it, like everyone after this was like, phew, man, like yeah. what's going on here? This is, you know, what, what are they going to play next? Yeah. Uh, and then turns out they, and then they of, melted into they secrets. Down. Yeah, yeah, they cooled it down. But um, um, it, it was on great. The set list, was, so yeah. they, they were supposed to play SOS. Yes. And that, that would have been a pretty nice cap. That would have been and, proper. That would have been and we proper. were talking about this before we started recording. That's the exact kind of thing that happens when you get these shortened European sets. Like the band has just painted themselves into a corner. Obviously, that's not their decision to close with something like Seekers. And then here they are, they're doing, you know, you know, they're doing Seekers because they just, they probably looked at the clock and they were like, geez, dude, we've got an hour and 15 minutes or an hour and a half before we got to be yeah. done with this show. Like, let's get off the stage as fast as we can. Yeah. So I think, uh, so Hungerside SOS to close would have been raucous, but, um, you know, uh, one that they can kind of push out a couple weeks. Um, and uh, hopefully, you know, because it's been played, maybe we can dodge it over in Hampton uh, for Seekers. So I, I'm, I'm always down, but I'm okay with missing it. So I'm glad Ryan got a second one for him. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, some folks needed that SOS. I'm not going to name any names, but uh, ah, just yeah. to bring up the fantasy goose, I think uh, Ev Dude, EV Dude, how do you, however you pronounce it, is winning right now. So kudos to you, sir. There you go. Uh, or ma'am. I don't know. But yeah. um, he, he said dude. So maybe, you know, but we're yeah, not going to gender anyone. Yeah, trying not to. Yeah. Um, but yes, I am also ready for not having afternoon shows. I thought it would be sick like driving home from work and listening to a show. Then it's it turns tough, out I have like, yeah, I, I got to listen to it all over again because yeah. it's just like, I haven't really heard the show because I've just been doing like rush hour traffic. That's but, fair. That's fair. Yeah, case. definitely. Um, so yeah. Um, overall though, good set. I think, uh, we sort of were anticipating some, some, some heavier stuff in the second, which we got. So it was good. And, um, yeah, it did. It was sort of a time crunch too. It was it was a little that was maybe the one point um they kind of went on a little later tonight. We had a one hour later start time, one hour later curfew, same set time of three hours for the music, but uh just a little later on on the stage tonight. So I heard someone had to get clean. You know, you gotta be smelling good for the ladies in the front row. Yeah, you gotta. You gotta. <laughs> uh I, I don't even know how to answer that question. Uh, yes, the answer is yes. Second set was definitely sick. I thought. Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. a sick set. Yeah. So, segue. Here uh, we go. At two, we have finally uh, the doctor is in Madavon set opener, and then I mean, just on paper, this is an outrageous set. You get Madavon, feel oh, it yeah. now. I'm gonna do all four, and we can talk yeah, about yeah. all go four. Yeah, we'll we can go uh, one by one. Yep. Madavon, feel it now. Thatch. And Dripfield, I mean, th- this is a this is a hot set. I yeah. cannot complain about any part of this set. I would love this set any day of the week. Yeah, you get like a little inside jokery 
whatever that it was. I see it a lot that, too. That was fun. Yeah. And I, I really want to listen closely and like maybe the, the chat can help us out. Um, were they saying Diddy ass? Diddy ass. Diddy ass. Uh, I'm not sure what they were talking about before they were doing the doctor is in stuff. Um, I'm glad Jesse's here to just repeat the things that we say. Yeah. Diddy's ass. Into us. Yeah. Yeah. Diddy's ass. Um, but yeah, killer. Great Madabon. Killer Madabon. Yeah. Go right into the, you know, overused term, but like the bliss jam right off the bat. Yep. And it just sounds awesome. Yeah. So good. And then builds to just that awesome peak at the end of it. Just a very kind of classic Madabon jam. Yeah. It's got kind of a linear quality to it. It's not all over the place. It's just that's good. You know, that's good yeah. going from pure joy and happiness to absolute mayhem. And then the one thing that struck me when I listened to this was just how precise Rick was to like yeah. overuse another term. But I mean, he was hitting everything perfect and just blazing speed at the end of this. And it, yeah. it just sounded right. It sounded so good. Yeah. Agreed. And this, um, Maybe it was the hunger site too, but didn't was it more the hunger site with the heavy keys, right? The build in it, and uh, or was that was that this Madavan also? That it was had, both. It was both. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty Peter standard. Was pushing it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was joking yeah. around. I was calling it the uh, yeah. the, the piano Huvan. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. The Peter yes. nonsense. So but, uh, I I agree. I think we were waiting for it. Um, we saw it night one. And then they has been on the set list for what the last five nights, maybe or something. Um, so yeah, it, it was, we were ready for it, waiting for it. Um, glad to have, have uh, for everyone that was there to have, you know, closed, closed the tour with this. Um, yeah, I'd say it's, 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 it's a, the, yeah, I, I like it a little more. The one in, the one in Paris definitely had a little bit more of maybe like a stock, hoodie jam to it um and 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 kind of didn't really sort of push the envelope despite its pace uh or sorry uh its length um whereas this one uh maybe a little shorter 20 minutes or so felt like um but uh was just ripping and i think set the tone for the set yeah i didn't even have time to look at times on this but i yeah, assume this yeah, one was on the longer side i assume the thatch that comes later is a little bit on the shorter side mm. but I don't know. Who knows? We'll see when they drop the boards. And then, so, uh, yeah, we 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 knew Peter had to get one more feel it now in for the for the London town. Yeah, and I mean, you know, it's just so good every time. Really, not much more that you can say about that song. Uh, no, Ray asks, is there going to be an EU Jam of the Year bracket versus a US Jam of the Year bracket? <laughs> I think that's the only way we're hearing a whole bunch of these Europe jams because there really aren't many that stack up against what came earlier in this year. Yeah, uh, might be a controversial. Maybe a couple. No, yeah. and I I did just look, so it looked like uh, this Maduvan was twenty five plus minutes, so even longer. I was wrong than the Paris one. Okay. Um, and the thatch was uh, we'll get to it, of course, but the thatch was uh, was eighteen, seventeen, eighteen minutes. So it had the length that that others have. But yeah, feel it now. I thought this one personally actually. Peter had a little lyric slip, which was unique for the song for him um, in one of the sections. And I still think they're kind of figuring out this new uh, reworked 
and reconfigured version of feel it now and like rick kind of is like playing some different notes over the top of peter it's kind of like sort of coordinating spaces but um yeah this one this one was good i just i don't know are we ever going to get a feel it now that has a little legs on it that'd be fun so fingers crossed i'd would, I would love to hear a jammed out version yeah just a little extra just, just a little extra. Know, uh was europe tour just okay so i think this is a good time to talk about like there have not been many huge jams in Europe, but they have Rock played band. several high quality shows. Yeah. But if, if you thirst for the jams like we do, this is not, yeah, I mean, you're, you're not over the moon about Europe tour, but that's okay. Cause I think, you know, the folks who are there, you know, have absolutely loved this tour. So yeah. uh, I don't know. Um, and just a different approach. I think maybe seeing, especially for like a, like uh, we had, like we said, Haps and Ryan there, and it's kind of the tone was was one that you, once we sort of saw this two hours of music, maybe a little bit more some nights, it's kind of like that's the expectation, right? So quickly we learned that that was the, the set space. We learned about the promoter, um, the time that sort of the tour had been given on every single night. So that was maybe a little bit of a bummer to start. And then... But once you kind of add that acceptance of it, of course, it was like, all right, we got two hours, two hours, 10 minutes of music tops per night, um, you know, going to attack it. Uh, like you said the, uh, earlier in this tour, much more rock song focused, getting their songs out. Not a ton of jams on some of the other songs that might have been extended a Yeti, a Elizabeth, like certain songs that have gotten a little extra for us um, in 23. And uh, but yeah. I think just overall, like very well played. The band throughout the tour sounded great. And I think that's one thing actually that we can definitely commend them on is that there wasn't a show that was like, oh, they sounded bad at all. I don't think like, or some nights where, and to be fair, they don't really ever put on a bad show as we like to yeah, say. No stinkers at all in this tour. Yeah. But it's like, there wasn't one that was like, oh, that was poor. I think that yeah. every show had good moments, good energy, very good set lists just in terms of a mix. So yeah, super happy. How about the thatch? What'd you think? Oh, so I, there are varying opinions on what their people's favorite jam of this show are, but I really like this thatch yeah. when they get to like the Carol of the bells jam. Yes, that was it. Sorry. Carol of the bells. God, so damn. good. That was it. I was like, what is the bells that tease? I like, I don't know if that was intentional or not. Like the space that they found there, and they found it like they were just kind of teasing Goosemiss, like you know, get ready, yeah. Goosemiss yeah. is coming. But the we're gonna the play that for you again at Goosemiss. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't believe they saved the animal for Goosemiss, but um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of shocking they didn't play it in the show. It ruined I my it fantasy to goose tonight. It's a damn shame. But it allowed me no, to catch up a little to you. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad it's just me and you here. Yeah. It'd be a lot of gloating. Yeah. Somebody said it'd be too big to fit on the screen. But seriously, I, I, I do want to say that this this is a pretty good thatch. It's a pretty exploratory jam for Europe. Like there aren't many that went to completely different spaces. This is one of those jams. If you kind of look across the whole tour, this one's stacking up there with some of those other jams as you know, like you're thinking of like, I guess, you know, the jams from Paris, you think of all I need yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. It really went and did something different, you know, like in type two territory, which you just didn't get much of on this tour. So yeah. And this one's really cool. different approach. It's, I thought 
in terms yes. of their their approach to the song the last five six times now i mean we know obviously the boner thatch as um has been termed kevin our guy kev confirmed so yep um and that's how you pronounce the town he's you know a local uh uh central western uh, aficionado of geography um u.s geography being a teacher and all especially so yeah um yeah, I thought this one did. It had it had a different approach to it. What what was the they that was the Carol of the Bells tease is the our our note here too. Yep. Um agreed. That was cool. Uh and Rick kind of once again like going all the way into it and then nobody was like so it just kind of was that loop which was nice. It wasn't like, you know, everybody it's like Rick just kind of kept teasing it for us. Um sort of akin to the you know, like the dragonfly and factory fiction um, at Red Rocks and kind of just, yeah, contained elements of, I thought, yeah. But so, yeah, great version. I can't wait to hear it again. Um, controversially, too, some saying, I mean, hey, if there's one song I'm okay with them playing pretty much at any and every show, it's that. I know it's, they are using it a lot this year. It's one that's discovered its legs, so it's just an easy place for them to go to. But I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's a great song. I love singing it. Like the energy, like Rick, obviously, just you know, and he's growling like Rah! when he when he sort of is is singing, finishing his lyrics for uh, the 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 chorus. And um, so uh, yeah, I think it's great. I'm down to hear it always. Yeah, yeah, just killer version. And then of course. They, they were given a choice of songs to play at the end of the show. They could have played yeah. Praise You, but they played. Or like a 726 Praise You, but yeah, Dripfield was the call. Well, again, like if you're getting classic length goose shows, that's what you're going to get in a show. Yeah. But instead, they they really they have to make choices. So you get Dripfield. I think that was the perfect choice to close out this mm -hmm. tour. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they could have gone a bunch of different ways. And a zany cover, you know, which I actually, I like Praise You as a song, but still. Uh, wouldn't have hit the, the way that Dripfield hit. It was good. Yep. Yep. It was, uh, you know, once they kicked it on, you're like, all right, they got like 12, 13 minutes and it was compact for sure. We didn't really get obviously any exploration in there. The progressions through the sections, um, they sort of like sped them up. I felt a little bit sort of knowing and kind of yep. went right, right into the ending to like, all right, we got two minutes left and Rick sort of triggered the ending. Um, and wrapped it up right at right at uh, curfew, um, eleven o'clock local, uh, for them. And um, yeah, it was. I agree. I think that the two those two songs as well, Thatch, Dripfield, right? Like, feel it now. This set as a whole, like you get a classic song like Madavan, you get a new, you get Peter's new song, you get Rick's new song, and then you get the band's like, you know, hit right now in terms of that. Obviously, before they release another album, this is still. I think an age of drip field very much where, um, you know, it's, it's obviously been around now for almost two years, but, uh, but, um, is one that, yeah, still hits and I can't, I can't wait to see it again. I love it every time. And I think I'm glad the, that they sent the, the, the tour out in style with the drip field. Yeah. So this is it. This is with great sadness that it all comes to an end. It's been it's wild just yeah. getting together at 7 p.m here for me and eight for you guys and yeah yeah it's uh we appreciate ryan that that obviously did a couple um uh, pods for us uh late at night 
you know, in his, in yep. the depths. And uh, so that was kudos to him and Kev yep. and Brian for hopping on. And um, we had some, you know, Garrett showed up and a couple cameos from Haps, but uh, yeah, just a fun, I'm just so happy for the community. I think overall, this was sort of, a, you know, I still talking, I'm still talking to people. I was like, oh yeah, I was watching my favorite band. They're in Europe right now, you know, and it's like, people are like what the fuck you know like they're like you're streaming a show right now that's they're playing in denmark you know or whatever it's just like this was awesome i think for them in their progression get some smaller shows give it back to the community have an experience for them as well and uh who knows i mean yeah why not show back up in europe in a couple of years uh, yeah man it's this was a pretty awesome experience i just enjoyed living vicariously through yep. everyone else having the absolute time of their lives. And, you know, in a way I'm not going to miss eight o'clock podcasts. No, no, I agree. It, it was fun while it lasted. Happy to get back into a regular swing. And yeah, I mean, I know it's been talked about too. Hopefully, um, hopefully we get some, uh, some dates. Um, hopefully we get some, some announcements. Uh, obviously, the band deserves a break after Goosemas for sure. That's with, you know, cannot be said enough. Um, they, they went really hard this year. So two more shows and uh, yeah, it's been a fun, sh fun year for me seeing music, seeing these guys. I know you too, and can't wait to see you in a couple of weeks and everybody else too. It's going to be such a great, such a great aspect. Part of the community will be there. Yeah. So we go from one incredibly joyous experience to another Goosemas in just a few short weeks. Yeah, celebratory. The whole gang is going to be there. Everybody that matters is going to be there. So there's only uh, one person that decided not to come. Yeah, yeah. So everybody from the pod that matters is going to be there. It's going to be an amazing time. A uh, couple days of partying. Get there night zero to see Mike Morosky and Cam and it's Ryan Cam. Storm, our own Ryan Storm on stage. Good for him. Mm. It's going to be really good stuff. So everybody should check that out when that happens. Yeah, we can't wait to see you. If you if you see us, say please say hi. Please come uh, say hi. Yeah, we love meeting new faces and uh, supporters, and but also just building the community. And I think yeah, this that once again, just this. I think like obviously our internal community that we have um, with a bigger sort of group, not only our pod friends, but um, I thought it just like it kind of felt like it just brought all of us closer these last three weeks. Like just the 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 continuous shows and all of us being able to watch a little bit in the afternoon and sort of catch up and the evening podcasts and yeah, different schedule, but um, I just feel great. I think the, I think this band is in a good spot um, and, and really excited for next year. Couldn't say it better myself. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, that's it. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for doing the tour along with us. This was quite a ride and we'll see you in just a few short weeks doing day after show after Christmas. That's right. Bring the mushrooms. What? Mushrooms. Hey, music fans. We wanted to let you know about Music on the Mountain, a show that will feature Anders Osborne, Dogs in a Pile, and Saints and Liars. This show will be directly after the Divided Sky Foundation's fun run at 2 p.m. on Saturday, May 18th at the base of Akimo Mountain in Ludlow, Vermont. 
The show is presented by The Phoenix, a national nonprofit organization offering support to those in recovery and anyone impacted by substance use to celebrate recovery. If you're running in the Divided Sky Foundation's fund run, you'll be automatically registered for the show. It's a family-friendly event, and all proceeds from ticket sales and other donations benefit the Divided Sky Foundation. Visit Music on the Mountain, that's musiconthemtn.com, for more info and to get tickets. That's musiconthemtn.com. Hope you enjoy. Hi, this is Henry Kay, host of the number one music history podcast, Rootsland. Come with me on a journey to Kingston, Jamaica where we explore the world of reggae music and the untold stories of some of the genre's greatest legends. From the ghettos and tenement yards where the music was born to the island's iconic recording studios. We are so excited to team up with Osiris Media, the leading storyteller in music. Because as you'll hear, sometimes the story is the best song. 